Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Welcome to this service of ordered worship. The liturgy, music, and homily are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership around the globe. On this first Sunday of the month, as is our custom, we welcome all of whatever age, station, or background to participate in the sacrament of Holy Communion. Those listening on the radio may request communion in the home by calling the chapel office. On this Sunday, we commend to you the ministry of the chapel and its programmatic and sermonic offerings found on our website. On this Sunday, we invite those so moved to identify as members of the chapel chapter by speaking with one of the clergy or by leaving a note in the collection plate. On this Sunday, we encourage all to continue or to commence the practice of tithing, of disciplined generosity, and to indicate interest in giving to our chapel director, Mr. Bouchard. And on this first Sunday, we ask you to ask yourself what form your ministry here will take in the coming weeks. A community luncheon follows worship downstairs and all are warmly invited. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
Set us free, O God, from the bondage of our sins and give us the liberty of that abundant life which you have made known to us in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. We gather to pause in silence and offer our shared confession, our silent confession. We do so remembering the verse from Colossians, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Let us bow and as the choir sings our Kyrie, let us pray.
for the grace of God we would not be, but for the grace of God we could not love, and but for the grace of God we should not speak. But by God's grace we live and love and speak. Beloved, if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thanks be to God. A lesson from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 58, verses 1 through 9. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose, a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose? to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own kin? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Please join me in saying verses from Psalm 112 with the Antiphon. Happy are those who fear the Lord, who greatly delight in his commandments. Their descendants will be mighty in the land. 
the generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. They rise in the darkness as a light for the upright. They are gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with those who deal generously and lend, who conduct their affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. They will be remembered forever. They are not afraid of evil tidings. Their hearts are firm, secure in the Lord. Their hearts are steady. They will not be afraid. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. They have distributed freely. They have given to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn is exalted in honor. The wicked see it and are angry. They gnash their teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked comes to nothing. And now, please rise, in body as you are able, but certainly in heart, for the singing of the Gloria and the reading of the Gospel. Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. Once again, we find ourselves between word and table, embraced by God's grace. And listening for our text, Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine. 
In your childhood or youth, you may have listened to the Kingston Trio singing about the man who didn't return and also perhaps this tune, This Little Light of Mine. Or perhaps in a Vermont campground in the evening, around the campfire, you saw the sparks and you remembered, of course, Job. Man is born to trouble like the sparks fly upward. But you may also have sung this very tune, This Little Light of Mine. Jan and I had the privilege of hearing William Sloan Coffin's first sermon at the then healthy Riverside Church in New York City. And he ended the sermon on the parable of the talents. I will forego the pleasure you're welcome today by singing this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. There is one issue here, though. A close reading of the text, that is a reading of the verse in its original, shows us that the you is plural. That is not you, I, you, she, but you, we, you, they. That is you, you all, all you all. Let your light so shine. So here is our gospel today. We, of course, listen to the synoptic gospels, hearing four voices in choral harmony. Beautiful it is. The light, almost inaudible, soprano voice of the Jesus of history. Just a touch of melody still there. Yes, too, in Luke. Salt, light, city. Indicative, the mood, you are. Salt Light City. And then the most important voice, the alto voice, the voice of the primitive church in struggle, learning to remember what a tender mercy memory is, what we remember, how we remember, when we remember, to draw up what was needed for the struggles of that then present age. And then the voice of St. Matthew himself, who probably composed this verse as he assembled the sermon as a whole, guiding from indicative to imperative now. So let your light so shine, not you are, but do so. And then the ongoing basso profundo, not soprano, alto, alto or tenor, but the life of the early church through the rest of the New Testament all the way to the Kingston Trio and that Vermont campsite and Riverside Church 30 years ago. Let your light so shine before others. We have been blessed with beautiful music in virtually every setting in which we've been in ministry, including and especially here at Marsh Chapel. I am not like the minister who said of all the challenges of faith I had, it was the music I heard on Sunday morning that shook me the most. No, we've been greatly blessed. Some years ago in the winter, we asked our friend a baritone who had played uh, Daddy Warbucks on Broadway. So you imagine him in body and in countenance and in shaved head. We asked him to sing a solo of a familiar hymn. And he came ready to sing, but in the evening and then that morning, his voice was scratchy and his nose was red, and he said, I'll do what I can. 
And he began, O Lord, my God. And as soon as we heard his voice, we thought, O Lord, my God. (laughs) He made it through the first and half, then through the second verse. And then the organist leaned in to help him. You never know, Justin, when you might be called on to say something or do something. The organist leaned in and gave him a reprieve. He started the last verse. And after a word, he said, I I can't do it alone. You need to sing with me. And of all the solos in 35 years, that 200 voice solo is maybe the most memorable. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. There are no freelance Christians. It's a common ground, a conjoint venture, a mutual journey, a shared itinerancy. We need one another, especially when the hours of emptiness arrive. We need that Eucharist that carries us beyond what we can not quite say and certainly what we don't completely do. So once a month here, it is a healthy liturgical habit, we pause to allow the thanksgiving of the divine meal to reshape us around this common table. You let your light so shine. We need one another, and I need your voices too. You let your light so shine in a psalm of trust. It is trust that we know and share and love in the faith of Christ. And the psalms, like the man who had his children memorize a psalm once a day in the summer and gave them a gift if they did, these are the psalms that carry us in faith. Some of you will find a red hymnal in front of you, and if you do, you might want to just pull it out. No, I'm not going to ask you to sing, although it's tempting. You may find in the back of that hymnal the 23rd Psalm. It's a psalm, the 23rd, written by a shepherd boy himself who became a great king. And I'm glad to offer it as a psalm of trust, but I need your voice with me. So as I do, in the words of Robert Frost, you come too. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Here is a psalm of trust in the preventing, interrupting, present grace of God there to shelter and guide us before we find any word to name it. You let your light so shine in such a psalm of trust. You let your light so shine in a word of faith as well. A word of faith that is healing. 
justifying, right-wising, making good. You know, 1 Peter 3 says that we are called to be ready to give an account of the hope that is in us. And sometimes when we are asked, we're more nimble than other times, and sometimes we're just flat-footed. But here, and by the way, those who are holding that hymnal might want to turn in the back not to page, but to number 887, because I may refer to it in just a moment. Here is a word of faith to guide us on which we can rely, as my friend Mildred said repeatedly, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Do you know Wednesday we had some inclement weather, so in a midweek service the preacher didn't show. Well, there's no worse sermon than the one you don't preach, but in that hour one of our students was thrust into the pulpit how proud I was. He had been in a class two weeks before where he learned to design a sermon. If nothing else, follow the text verse by verse, climb it like a ladder, and so he did. And a word of faith was spoken. You will find opportunities, challenges, times when you need to speak a word of faith. We have in this community faced disappointment with honesty and death with dignity in the last several days, more than once. And so we have had occasion, now I'm going to invite you in halfway through this, so be prepared, to hear the word of faith from Romans chapter 8. What then shall we say to us this? If God is for us, who is against us? Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? No. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You let your light so shine, a word of faith. You let your common light so shine in a poem of hope. Now, Marsh Chapel, we have a job to do week by week. We are learning to be a heart in the heart of this city and a worship service in the service of this city and to build our ministry in voice and vocation and volume. And we need one another to do it. So we'll turn up the volume this week by inviting our friend and neighbor to join us in worship. I'll take this moment again to say to the radio congregation, if you listen to us once or a hundred times, next Sunday you come and be with us in this nave. We'll celebrate the vocation emerging in our office on the bulletin board downstairs. There are 31 names of young people who in these years have found their way into or along the path of ministry. You come too. We have three grants available for those undergraduates who might like to pursue, explore, discern such a possibility. Your voice, Marsh Chapel, is carrying across the country, how 
happy I was to read. This week there are 13 Dempster Awards given every year. This is the largest grant the United Methodist Church gives to those who are going to pursue theological education to teach. 13 of them. Seven have direct connections to Marsh Chapel. One is a pastor in the Freshwater Lakes, our neighbor in upstate New York. Not quite the land of Coleridge and others, but you can still there see eternity in a grain of sand and heaven in a wild flower. One is a double terrier studying elsewhere. One is a dear friend of a staff person. One is our son-in-law in Princeton. Two are graduate students here at BU, and one is present today. I won't you give, your, give you her name, but her initials are Jennifer Quigley. Seven from 13, small but mighty, light salt city, a heart for the heart, a service in the service. We have work to do to let the gospel of truth emerge across this land and create by its own speaking. The gospel creates its own hearing. Congregations that are large and liberal and loving all across the land. You let your light so shine in a word of faith. I'm going to line out a portion of a poem to emphasize this right at the end. I'll just ask you to repeat when we get there. But it was William Blake who said, And did those feet in ancient time walk upon England's mountains green? And was the holy Lamb of God in England's pleasant pastures seen? And did the countenance divine shine forth upon these clouded hills? And was Jerusalem builded here among these dark satanic mills? Bring me my bow of burning gold. Bring me my arrow of desire. Bring me my spear. O clouds unfold. Bring me my chariot of fire. Now you repeat the line. I shall not cease from mental fight, nor shall my sword sleep in my hand, till we have built Jerusalem in England's green and pleasant land. We come to the table. Between word and table we are. We come to receive the grace of God, preventing and right-wising and justifying we come to let our shared light shine. So when one is empty, another is full. And when one weeps, another is joyful. And when one has and the other lacks, there is connection. And so we bow together in prayer. Great art thou, O Lord, and greatly to be praised. Great is thy power, and thy wisdom is infinite. Thee would we praise without ceasing, for our hearts are restless till they find their rest in Thee. Dear God, make of us, make of us together, all of us together, light, salt, and city, that we might share Thy grace in all of its manifold beauties with those about us. And prepare us for this coming season in this common table and this holy meal through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Please be seated. Dear friends, we are glad that you have come to join us this Sunday. We uh, invite you to join us following the service for a potluck luncheon downstairs. And uh, also would note uh, our big announcement in the bulletin this week is that the L'Academy, our Ensemble in Residence is having their concert this coming Saturday, February 12th at 8 p.m. here in the Nave of Marsh Chapel. We hope you can join us. Today is Communion Sunday, and as is our custom here at Marsh Chapel, grape juice will be available in the chalices on the lectern side of the sanctuary, and wine will be available in the chalices on the pulpit side of the sanctuary. We invite you to make your selection according to your tradition. We do hope you'll take a moment to let us know that you're here and help us get to know you better and help you get to know one another better throughout the week by indicating your name and contact information in the pew pads found along the center aisle of each pew and would encourage you to pass those along. We would also encourage you to keep an eye to the chapel website, bu.edu chapel, for upcoming services and activities and for the opportunity for online giving. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
give thee but thine own, whate'er the gift may be, all that we have is thine alone, a trust, O Lord, from thee. Bless these gifts and the givers we ask in Christ's name. Amen. Beloved, Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Let us pray. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Let us exchange signs of peace with one another. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. And also with you. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth, in all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending Blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. Your Spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was ended, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, 
poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace now and forevermore. Amen.